One day, Peter the Peacock was feeling a little sad, so he decided to take a walk. This is Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. Tonight, we have with us uh, a dynamic duo of sorts, a mother and daughter combination uh, that just produced one of the first children's books uh, introducing the world of medical cannabis use um, to, I'll say, families um, or for parents to be able to go ahead and bring the world of, of medical cannabis um, in an easy way, an explanatory way uh, to their children. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to um, welcome the author, Morgan, and uh, her mother, the illustrator, um, to the show. And uh, I must say, guys, um, thank you very much for being on the show with us. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us on your show. We're excited. Yeah, I mean, I must say, um, Morgan, I'll start with you, and then Geneva, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to you in a minute. Um, so, what was your inspiration, Morgan, to I guess? Like what? What made you start writing this? And how long ago did you decide you wanted to do this? It's been something that's been in your head for a long time, or is this something that you kind of did on spur of the moment, or did something spawn it, or what was your your motivation behind it? Well, yeah, we only started writing it about two or three months ago, and it we had seen a few shows and news stories about uh, kids who were using prescription medications, and they weren't helping; they were just harming their bodies and making, turning them into zombies. And, and then their parents turned to cannabis and started treating them with that. And it was working and helping. And, and then we had a weird moment where my mom had gotten an iPhone and her case has a peacock on it. And she wanted to get a little pot leaf charm. And we were like, Oh, what if a peacock found a pot leaf? And from there we just kind of started creating characters and, and figuring out what sort of disorders she would have and made the book from there. And then she did awesome illustrations and yeah. Well, and, uh, I must say that, you know, for, I guess a 17 year old to, uh, be motivated enough, uh, especially coming from Florida, which, uh, you know, is, is not a cannabis friendly state. Um, (laughs) definitely, uh, you know, I guess takes, a little bit of moxie to say to go ahead and, and come out there and, and write a book as such, especially with the support of, of your mom. Yay, mom. Go, mom. Um, <laughs> definitely about definitely about that. I'm sure that uh, Sarah Frank from Moms for Marijuana would be proud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends out there for Moms for Marijuana, so hey. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... I would like to uh, also take this opportunity to uh, welcome all of our listeners uh, to the show um, here this evening. Uh, we are talking uh, both with uh, the writer Morgan Carmen and her mom, Geneva Carmen, who's the illustrator of If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf um, here on Cannabis Network Radio. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and making Cannabis Network Radio one of the top downloaded cannabis-related podcasts on iTunes, um, as well as uh, you know one of the top downloaded uh i guess streaming whatever you want to call it audio player shows um that's out there so thank you all to all of our listeners thank you to all our subscribers um thank you to all the people that download 
uh, we do appreciate your support. Um, and again, we are talking with uh, Morgan Carmen and Geneva Carmen, the writer and illustrator of If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf. Um, I will go ahead and uh, give a shout out real quick to or shout out to the um, website for the website. Actually, I'll let you guys do it. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give them the website people want to go to to uh, check out about the book. Absolutely. Uh, we have a website at peterthepeacock.com. And in anyone, we're doing a deal right now for the first 50 callers. If you want to call in and buy the Kindle, and after you see the Kindle, give us an honest review on Amazon, and we'll go ahead and sign, autograph a book from both of us and send it to you, uh, free shipping and everything. So that's kind of our deal right now. So, wow. um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, if anyone has <laughs> questions, give us a call. Our call-in number is 813 280 Four eight four one. If you are shy, we do have live chat on podstreamlive.com. Uh, you can chat there, or you can email us at shows, S-H-O-W-S, at cannetradio.com. Um, I'll have the email up. We have the chat up, um, and the lines are open for a call. So as I said, if you guys call in with your questions, um, you'll go ahead and uh, get a signed copy of uh, If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf. So <clears throat> let's... Uh, talk about where the characters in in the book comes from you know uh, basically you know when i was reading the book you know it came across a vaporizing spider rasta pigs um, right you know you had a medical marijuana cl- like was there any any significance behind the creatures absolutely. animals absolutely yes absolutely um we took our own ailments that we would want to treat with cannabis and we put them into character. It's like I'm actually Peter the Peacock because I have depression, and, you know, that's why I'm a medical marijuana patient. So um, Morgan has anxiety and OCD. We are moving to Washington State in the next 20 days, so uh, we hope to obtain her medical marijuana license at that time so she can start her cannabis treatment instead of the harmful prescription drugs that she's only offered at this time and that's really another reason that we did write this book is I don't understand why you know disease and disorders don't discriminate uh, against age why should we why should we let the children suffer you know until they're 18 years old that doesn't seem that seems inhumane to us I don't understand that concept this is a, a harmless plant that's never killed anyone uh, you can't overdose on it. Uh, it would be extremely difficult, uh, you know, and it's like there's a lot of kids out there that are three to five years old, seven years old, 12 years old that have disorders that are mental disorders. They've got epileptic seizures, sometimes up to 300 a day. That's ridiculous, but the cannabis is the only thing that will help them. You know, they can't get help or, you know, any kind of allevance from their suffering from the prescription drugs that they're being put on, and that's their only option today. And I think that that needs to change. I think we need to have science, compassion, health, and, you know, our future generations in mind, and we need to kind of get it out there more and let people understand this is not some reefer madness, harmful drug that everyone thinks it is, you know. It's just that's, that's a ridiculous concept, and it's, it's been going on too long. It's time for people to stand up and say, you know what, this is our human right to have this. 
Absolutely. Well, and parents' right for, to choose what sort of medication that they want to give them. It's a plant. It's not going to harm them the way some sort of synthetic drug that's concocted in a lab is going to. So, but, you know. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's so, that, that's a great, you know, and, and honestly, uh, if a peacock finds a pot leaf is a great introduction to, to debunk that reefer madness um, and help parents uh, understand. I mean, not only is it a kid's book, but it's also an educational book, I think, for anyone of all ages to read to get an understanding, a basic understanding about uh, cannabis use or, or medical cannabis use. Um, you know, the book make, the book makes a statement. Um, you know, education is the key to making people understand that cannabis is is a plant. I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I don't like giving it a label. It, it's a plant that helps people of all ages. Um, right. Exactly. You know, if somebody, as I say repeatedly in every episode, if it makes somebody feel better, I don't care what the ailment or reason is. If it assists a person in having a better quality of life absolutely then totally. then that's all that's needed that's all the reason that's needed yeah i totally agree with you, you know. dave and it's like this you know this is why we're all getting it out there and just you know putting the word out i mean come on more and more people are turning to cannabis today than ever before and my daughter and i have a wonderful relationship and bond because she didn't grow up in a household where this was a harmful drug she grew up with honesty, trust, love, and compassion. And I let her know that this is what I use for my manic depression instead of harmful prescription drugs, which at one time I was using those, and I was a zombie. I couldn't even be a mother. But with cannabis consumption, I can be a mother. I can get into activities, go zip lining with my kid in Jamaica, and do all sorts of fun things that I couldn't do before. So. Cannabis has literally saved my life and our relationship. Absolutely. We have an awesome relationship. I mean, even the non-cannabis parents out there, you know, wish they could have a relationship like we do. Well, I mean, you know, one one thing that I've always noticed over the two plus decades I've been a cannabis user is it always brings people together. Uh, I've never seen a negative side effect from cannabis Mm -hmm. in regard to relationships. Um, You know, and and obviously in your case, it, it created a special bond between you know, you and your daughter and, you know, the bond even went to the fact of producing, you know, this wonderful book, um, If a Peacock Finds a Pot Leaf. Um, and, you know, I have to put something out as a disclaimer for Cannabis Network Radio and Cannabis Information Network. Um, cannabis use for children is not for everybody. Um, it is something that you should inform yourself and educate yourself about. Um, it is a plant a natural plant that is known to help um, numerous ailments, uh, epilepsy, autism, um, you know, depression. Uh, the, list goes, the list goes on and on um, of, of yes, the different things that can help. So I urge parents before they make a, a rush decision is, oh, my God, I'm not going to give my kid pot. I'm not going to give my kid cannabis. Educate yourself. Please educate yourself. Um, and, and, again, we don't advocate you know, saying regular recreational use for children. We don't advocate that. You no, know? and, and we um, don't either. We're, we're for medicinal purposes for children or for all ages. I wouldn't even put a, a stereotype or label on it. If you have a, a medical problem or a mental disorder where cannabis can help you and alleviate your suffering and your pain and give you a better life, 
then you should be able to use that as your human right, no matter what your age. I mean, that's like saying kids are not humans until they're 18 or 21 years old. That just doesn't make any sense. Kind of like the outdated law. As I said, as I was going to, you know, say, I don't condone, you know, use of, uh, you know, recreation use for minors. However, I would much rather see a minor using uh, smoking a joint than smoking cigarettes. Honestly, it's yeah. It's, well, I you know, agree. I agree the, with uh, that. The um, the harmful effects of, of cigarette smoking in a teenager and and how it you know I'm I'm a product of that. You know, I smoked as a teenager and and I struggle still with you know breaking my smoking habit. You know, and 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 I wish I never started. <laughs> you know, right? I and, totally uh, agree with you on that. It's, it's a really bad thing, and and you know, same with the prescription drugs that everyone's taking. Oh, well, it's, it was prescribed by my doctor. And yeah, I, it's I, okay. Those are killing 270 people a day. I don't know if anyone knows the statistics out there, but it's kind of scary as compared to zero deaths with cannabis. One out of every three pharmaceutical drugs needs another pharmaceutical drug to counteract the effects of that drug. I mean, that's one that's, you know, one out of every three drugs needs another drug to counter effect. You know, right, and that's why everyone's taking thirty drugs and they're completely like out of it. And big pharma's a joke. Drugs every two to three years, so you know you don't know if you're like gambling or what with your health. There, big pharma's a joke. I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean, anybody who wants to debate whether big pharma's not a joke or not, I'll be more than happy to on a different show. Um, Um, But you know, (laughs) all, all all I can say is this: listen to any commercial out there for any type of prescription drug that's on TV. 80% of the commercial is talking about the side effects of that drug. Furthermore, people say, oh, well, the FDA hasn't approved this, that, and the other. Well, let me clue you all into something. The FDA approved drugs that kills people every single day. So to go ahead and and come at and say, well, you know, there's been no clinical trials or tests or or FDA-approved nonsense of cannabis, well, let let me tell you something. I'm actually very happy the FDA hasn't messed with cannabis, um, (laughs) uh, honestly. And the testimony that I get are from people like, you know, Morgan and Geneva and all the other people that I speak with and talk to every single day and the stories I get and the stories I read and things that people share with me, how it changes and saves their lives. And, Absolutely. and, that's, and that's enough for me than any type of evidence. clinical study or scientific, because those are people telling me how it changed, affected, and, 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 and improved the quality of life or saved their lives in some cases. So... Um, that's enough, that's enough evidence for me. Um, and no, nobody at no time is going to tell me that I can't go ahead and, and do something that's going to protect myself, protect my loved ones, protect people I care about. And that's why I do what I do. (laughs) So exactly. uh, And you know, that should be our human right. That should not be a choice. It should not be up to the government, what we do to our own personal bodies. Since when did that become somebody else? in charge you know and that's a little bit ridiculous to us too yeah i mean you know i was having a conversation with somebody uh just actually just before the show and and you know a statement was made is that you know the government doesn't shouldn't have a right to say what they can and cannot put in our bodies um you know right especially yeah. especially while they're letting us consume alcohol and smoking cigarettes you know with Exactly. Well, and, you know, all this toxic food and water out there, too, not to mention. So, I mean, you know, the air that we breathe is actually more dangerous than smoking weed. Well, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And and actually, the smoke from from weed is better to breathe than than some of the air that's out there to to breathe. 
Um, Absolutely. It depends on where you live, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. One thing which, which speaking of, you know, environment stuff, which I noticed was touching the book a little bit is, is hemp. Um, you know, to segue away from, you know, medical marijuana and to jump onto hemp for a few minutes, um, you know, hemp is one of those, you know, renewable products or a renewable plant that, you know, can cleanse the earth that, you know, provides clean oxygen. It's a renewable resource. It helps the ground become more fertile. Um, so on and so forth. I know I noticed you guys do touch on that in the book. Um, you know, uh, yes, actually, we are going to be doing a series of books. So this is really the first one is going to be about the medical marijuana. It's a peacock finds a pot leaf. But Peter the Peacock's going to go on for many adventures, and he's going to teach everyone about the many uses of cannabis and hemp. A lot of people that we're running into out in the real world out there that are not in the cannabis community are, are oblivious to what... You know, the differences between hemp and cannabis, which we're just, we think that's totally crazy. It's like, um, it's completely different. And there's so many uses for hemp. You literally can make paint. You can make everything, building materials, fuel, and biodegradable, you know, stuff that's not going to harm our environment. That's so important and critical to our future generations and to our animals out there, the creatures in the world that, we're, you know, sitting in their environment and polluting it. Yeah, we're polluting their home. It's like we don't have to be doing that. Um, you can grow hemp. I think, what is it? Uh, one acre of hemp is comparable in paper to four acres of cut-down trees, and that's just per season of hemp. So, I mean, Every why are 16 we weeks. All of our, Every our 16 trees? weeks. It's a 16, 14 to 16-week cycle to grow uh, an acre of hemp as opposed to 40 to 60 years to grow a, to grow a tree. Um, exactly. So actually 40 to 60 years to grow a tree suitable for use for lumber or paper or, or whatnot. Um, but, uh, I'm going to actually jump back here to a question I asked before that we never, we kind of got sidetracked for. So tell us a little bit about the, I guess you said that the creatures that represent, you started talking about it briefly, um, about so tell us about the creatures in if a peacock finds a pot leaf and how they correlate to different uh, disorders. Okay, well, um, Morgan, do you want to talk about that? Well, um, we picked a rabbit, and he has anxiety. Rupert the rabbit, and that's kind of my character. And he's late to his doctor's appointment, so he uses cannabis for his anxiety to calm him down. And he's going to get his medical marijuana license in the book. And then that's what sparks Peter's interest in getting a medical marijuana license and for his depression. And um, we've got Benjamin the beaver. He uh, works really hard on his dam. So he's got chronic pain and inflammation. So he uses cannabis and uh, to help with his pain and inflammation. But he also uses it instead of cutting down the, the trees, he's using the hemp instead and it's saving the other animals' environment. So the beaver, you know, is the first creature that he that Peter meets along his path. And he goes on to meet Ophelia the owl, and she has glaucoma because, you know, she's an old owl, and she needs her eyesight to hunt at night. So, you know, she uses cannabis to help her. And, and then we have uh, Scarlet the spider, and she vaporizes to help with her migraine headache so that she can leave her web and catch food and be able to survive and 
And then we came up with Cletus the camel because you'd never find a camel in, you know, a forest naturally. So we wanted to have like a foreigner, like he's, you know, visiting his family and a family reunion and he chews the stems because camels don't eat much, as you all know, but they drink a lot of water because they got it all in their back. So he's got the side effects that are t- the two main side effects of using cannabis, dry mouth and... Uh, hunger. hunger, yeah. I mean, you always, you know, he had the munchies, but like we were talking about this the other day with some friends. If you're a heavy smoker or you're somebody that's more of an advanced smoker, then you don't really get the munchies per se as much as you used to, or the occasional smoker that just does it on the weekend. So, a lot of the side effects, you know, that are not so good. When some people would say um, they're not so bad either down the road, you kind of like learn to deal with it. I don't know, you know? Well, I'm going to interject one thing about, about side effects. Um, one thing which people that do not live in medical states or easily accessible states or illegal states or whatever, um, <clears throat> there is a very significant difference between the strains of cannabis, between indigo sativas, hybrids, um, the way they're grown, so on and so forth. So an assumption that people make is that, you know, cannabis, pot, whatever, you know, you want to give it, will go ahead right. and, you know, create, you know, dry mouth or create munchies or create so on and so forth. If we have a regulated market and we have dispensaries and we have the proper information and be able to have the proper growing techniques to grow the right cannabis uh, that's necessary for the right people, you can eliminate right. the different side effects. For example, if you grow cannabis organically, you're not going to you're not going to have cotton mouth. You're not going to have dry mouth. You're not going to have um certain side effects that come along with, with, uh, you know, cannabis that's grown with heavy, uh, you know, uh, non-organic, uh, fertilizers, so on and so forth. Um, the burning you feel in your throat also is not a trait of organically grown cannabis. Um, the burning you feel in your throat is because of not being flush, not being cured properly and using high levels of fertilizer and growth hormones in plants because people want bigger well, buds, want bigger that, plants, so on and so forth. One more reason to to legalize it so that we can, you know, have more of a an idea of what we're actually getting. You know, that's kind of important too. It's you know, it should be flushed properly, like you said. And um, you know, hey, I have a few friends that are growers out there, and uh, you know, they take great pride in their their crops, and um, those are their babies. You know, they're yep. it's a science to growing good cannabis oh yeah there's definitely a science behind it and there's definitely you know a plethora of information that's out there and uh you know starting in the next couple of weeks you know we're going to have actually a new co-host is going to come on the show uh max montrose and uh he's actually a professional grower lives in colorado and we're going to start uh including growing tips and we're actually going to do an entire grow over the course of the show uh from start to finish and we're going to uh right on put pictures up on our website and so on and so forth about uh, about that. So uh, it's going to be one of those things we're actually going to be able to, uh, you know, have expertise available, uh, and we're going to talk about it for like you know ten fifteen minutes in every show. So hopefully that you know will be good information I to think people. That's, and, that's a great idea. Yeah. So we're looking forward to doing that and starting that soon. Um, so let me uh, ask you a question, Morgan. It says uh, that you're an aspiring pastry chef. Um, being the fact that I went to culinary school myself, 
Um, what what kind of uh, brought that uh, aspiration or, or just, I mean, is it something that, that you took a personal interest in somehow or something you saw on TV or? Um, yeah, growing up, I, I would watch a lot of Emerald. So I would go over to my mom's friend's houses and they'd be like, you know, oh, you can just watch whatever. And I'd go straight to Food Network always. And they'd trip out that I was so young and I was wanting to watch Emerald over cartoons or whatever and and then it just kind of developed and I saw a few shows about pastry chefs and I was like wow you can actually create desserts for your whole career and (laughs) I just kind of I've been stuck on that for the last I don't know three or four years and I'm going to go to the Culinary Institute of America and hopefully you know do you have any do you have any aspirations of bringing that talent uh, to the world of, of uh, medibles or, or cannabis edibles? Yeah, totally. Me and my mom have talked about doing a line of edibles or definitely in the future touching on that because yeah. a lot of the edibles aren't really, you know. Yeah, I know. We've kind of found that a lot of the edibles out there on the market are not really up to par. So, you know, we might be coming out with that down the road after a few books get out and, you know, we see how everyone is... Uh, with our, our message, you know, so far we've been very well received and I know we thought we were going to get more people that were going to kind of come at us and be like mad that we wrote this book and that she wrote it and I did the illustrations. I mean, even some of our friends that are pretty heavy stoners were like, are you sure you want to do a book like this for children? for children or, you know, what are you guys getting yourselves into? And I said, no, this is, this is what the world needs right now. They need something that's cute but it's going to educate people and Morgan was worried when she wrote the book that that people would not feel that it was educational enough but it's kind of funny because as we're getting out into the world and giving books out and meeting people and talking to them a lot of people out there don't even know all the medical uses of marijuana so this is something new to them and she was afraid some of her teachers would be mad at her because she wrote a book of, of such a controversial nature and they're wanting to show it to their other teacher friends and, and they're, they're talking to their teacher friends. You know, yeah, honestly, it's a, it. it's so, a... You know, we've been surprised with all the love and support so far. I mean, you know, of course, we expect some, uh, some you know, people that are going to be upset. But, you know, I mean, we have a lot of... For that. It's yeah, a great way to start a conversation. And, and honestly, starting a conversation about cannabis is the way to go. Um, starting a conversation is the most important thing with everyone, everyone out there, doctors, teachers friends business associates uh, you know especially if you're educated and informed um talking about it is is the best form of advocacy talking to your closest friends talking to your doctors talking to teachers and if a peacock finds a pot leaf is a great way to talk about it um we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a quick break here for a few minutes um and we're gonna be back with uh morgan and geneva carmen uh the writer and illustrator of Peacock Finds a Potleaf. Um, I will go ahead and take an opportunity to mention, um, speaking of medibles, edibles, so on and so forth, unfortunately, as of the moment, they are not available throughout the United States, only in Colorado, but Dixie Elixirs uh, does make uh, some of the best uh, edibles or medibles out there. Um, If you are in Colorado um, or interested in knowing about the Dixie Elixir product line, uh, visit them at DixieElixirs.com. Um, I'm your host, David, and we'll be back in just a few minutes with Cannabis Network Radio.
Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. How is everyone doing this evening? We have with us uh, live um, Morgan Carmen and Geneva Carmen, the writer and illustrator of If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf. How are you ladies doing this evening? Really good. Thank you. So <clears throat> we've been talking about all kinds of stuff uh, in the first part of the show. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the book. Um, why don't uh, actually Morgan um, let's uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, you know I guess give us your uh, two minute pitch on uh, if a peacock finds a pot leaf well it's about Peter the peacock and he goes for a walk and he's feeling a little sad yeah he's feeling a little sad so he goes for a walk and he finds a, a strange leaf in the path and picks it up and takes it with him and then he runs into his his beaver friend and he explains to him that it's medical marijuana or cannabis and he can, he's been using it for his pain and he uses it for the dam to build, he uses the hemp plants for the dam. And, and then he goes on to meet, you know, the vaporizing spider and we've got the four Rasta pigs and there's a bunch of fun characters and the illustrations and, well, you know, it's something that uh, we kind of put a little word out on Facebook to see what all the people that are reading our book or that have read it in the last 30 days since it's been published, um, what they thought and who their favorite character was. And a lot of people like Rocco the Rhino. Uh, he's a, a rhino that's, you know, at the Rhino Ranch that covers two pages. And, you know, Peter wants to know why does he use it. Well, Rocco came down with cancer and he's got chemotherapy. Well, you know, recent studies and findings are finding out that cannabis cures cancer. Imagine kills that. cancers. So. Kill, kills cancer <laughs> cells. Kills cancer cells. Kills cancer yeah, cells. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Rocco, you know, he's he's using it, and and the four Rasta pigs they've been stretching out ever since the big bad wolf moved in down the street. So they're using it for their insomnia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Peter runs into Rupert and. And he talks about how he's running late for his, <laughs> it sounds his like medical we got marijuana. <laughs> well, I think we may have someone trying to call in. Maybe possibly. <laughs> no. They hung up. Okay. I guess they don't want to call, <laughs> talk to us. Fine. Um, I have... All right. Well, there sounds like another call is coming in. Now it's starting to... Hello, welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. You are live with okay. Morgan and Geneva. <laughs> you got to turn off your computer or radio, whatever you're listening it to, if you want to talk Hello, with us to on the air. Radio. You are live with okay. Morgan. <laughs> Who is calling? Okay, sorry. Um, if you're going to call in, you need to, you need to turn off your computer, iPhone, iPad, Android phone, whatever you are listening to the show on. You need to not have it in use if you are going to call in. We cannot take your call with the show going on and delay in the background. So we're going to try this one more time. Computer, iPhone, <laughs> iPad, and phone. Whatever you are listening to the show on, you need to... Okay, apparently not. So, um, people don't know how to listen. All right, 
let's let's try this in reverse. Okay, let's take a break from smoking and listen to what I'm saying. If you're going to go ahead and call in, then please turn off your device you're listening to the show on. Thank you. All right, so we're going to continue here. Um, so, yeah, I have to say when I was reading the book, I did get the Kindle edition. Uh, guys, if you want to read the book now, uh, listeners, go do it now. Um, go to, go to Amazon.com, get the Kindle edition, download it, read it, rate it. Um, it's a great book. Um, so show it to your friends, exactly. <laughs> yeah, show it to your friends, share it with your friends, give it as a gift to your friends. <laughs> Um, it's and only a, it's, a, it's like you and get a free autographed copy right now. I mean, so. it's under six bucks, so you know, um, by all means, uh, you know, go buy copies, support the cause. If anything, um, you are supporting activism by making the purchase of if Peacock finds a pot leaf on Amazon. So uh, go do that now. Um, but I downloaded my copy earlier today, and yes, I bought my own copy to support the cause. I did not get it for free. <laughs> Um, oh, we love you, and we so. want to send you an autographed copy anyway. Well, thank so. you. I, I appreciate it. But I, I was putting it out there that <laughs> I, I did not do this for freebie. I, I, bought, I purchased the copy to support the cause, and I did read it. Um, and I have to say, you were talking about the rhinos before. I'm like reading this thing, and all of a sudden, rhinos. I'm like, rhinos in the woods. All right. It totally like came out of left field. Um, wasn't expecting it on a peacock going down, you know, a walk down the, you know, down the street. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's an interesting, an interesting bunch of woods. That's for sure. Well, so. you know, we're eccentric artists, so you guys are going to have to like put up with that in our series of books because the next book that we're already doing is has got fairies in it and it's mystical. So it's going to be teaching everyone about him. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to try something here since we seem to have an issue with um, the phone calls coming in. Um, we're going to take a literally a two-minute break right now. Caller, if you're listening and you're trying to call in, uh, as soon as we go to break, try calling in again, and we'll see if we can get you worked out with being able to have a conversation uh, with us here. So uh, we'll be back in two minutes on Cannabis Network Radio uh, with Morgan and Geneva Carmen, uh, writer and illustrator, If a Peacock Finds a Pot Leaf here on Cannabis Network Radio. <laughs> back with Cannabis Network Radio, and I think we have the caller-ish uh, situation sorted out here. Caller, welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. Uh, how are you doing this evening? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, what is your name, for starters? My name is Melissa. Well, Melissa, thank you for calling in. I guess you have a question for Morgan or Geneva? Well, I would just like to tell Morgan and Geneva that I commend them on fighting the cause, and I think it's great that we are trying to re-educate and make our children, youth, and adults more aware of the purposes of medicinal marijuana, um, all the reefer madness and the... Um, Hello? 
Hello. 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 All right. Well, I guess that concludes that conversation. So, all right. Well, thank you for your support. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Um, all right. So, we're going to, I think, move along from trying to attempt these calls for whatever reason. They don't seem to want to play nice with us this evening, and I apologize for that. Um, so, email, um, chat with us live, um, podstreamlive.com. Um, we'll answer your questions there, and that will hopefully eliminate any issues we're having with the call-in. Um, so let's get back to uh, the book here, If a Peacock Finds a Pot Leaf, that's available right now for you to download on Amazon.com. Just go to Amazon.com right now, type in If a Peacock Finds a Pot Leaf, comes right up. Buy your copy, support the cause, read it, share it, give it as gift, so on and so forth. Rate it, do it now. Read it to your children. Read it, yeah, read it to your children. I'm definitely going to share it with my kids, that's for sure. Um, So, Geneva, this question is is really for you. As a mom, um, you know, you said that you've had, uh, you know, an open, I guess, discussion, open about, you know, your use of cannabis for what you need, uh, for your medical necessity. Um, Was this a a decision that you kind of said, I'm just going to do it because I think it's the best thing, it's something that you did research on? Um, you know, how did you decide to... Well, it's a little, a little bit of both. I, did, I do a lot of research. Um, I was a clinical psychology major, so I'm one of those people that likes to delve in and, and see the scientific facts along with my own life revelations. So basically, I decided even to some of my friends that, you know, were even growers at the time, they said, oh, don't be open with your child. She's going to end up turning you into the police someday and it's going to cause a whole, you know, can of worms to open up if you're honest with your child. But I had to make that decision within myself that I wasn't going to lie to my little girl. She's the only little girl that I have. And I made that personal choice. It's a personal choice. You know, whether you want to be open and honest with your offspring or whether you want to hide it and not have the bond because your child eventually grows up and becomes their own adult. And that's when they realize what kind of a parent you were growing up is, you know, how, how you were honest with them and they have that trust and respect for you that maybe a lot of kids that grow up and and they become an adult and find out their parents lied to them about something the whole time might be a little bit upset about that. So I was kind of thinking into the future and, my decision of how it would affect her when she became a young adult and a young lady and went off into her life. Was I going to be the type of parent that decided to be open and honest even against my own friend's recommendations? Or was I going to follow the group? Because if we never stand up for change, then the the same thing's going to continue generation after generation, and we're never going to get anywhere. This whole movement of cannabis and getting it at least medically legalized in all the states all over the world. That's the dream. That's what we're trying to accomplish. I mean, we need to start, we need to be open, start with our children, the future generations that can utilize this where we have failed. You know, that's really what the whole thing is about. And, and if a peacock finds a pot leaf is really about that, it's about freedom of choice for children, no matter what their age, because now they're trying to legalize it for 18 or 21. I forget what the age is. 
It depends on the state, I guess, for medical purposes. You know, you've got to be 18 to 21 years old. Well, what about all these children out there that are suffering that have cancer that... Yeah, what if we don't make it to 18? Plain and simple. Plain and simple. If cannabis enhances the quality of a person's life, regardless of what it is, use it. That's all. That's that's all I have to say. And you know, again, I am not. I am. I am not condoning, you know, people to break laws. However, if a plant, if a plant can improve the quality of a person's life or a person you love's life, use it. Exactly. We totally agree with that, and be a personal choice. It should be. Definitely. And I will say this much is that if you're afraid, if you are afraid to make that choice for whatever reason it may be, don't be. You have a lot of people behind you that will support you, that will have your back in a time of need. Just don't be stupid. That's all I can say. Absolutely. And you know what? I have to say that the people that smoke cannabis or eat it or whatever, however they consume it, those are the people that are some of the coolest people in the whole world. They're our best friends, and it's like these people are so awesome. They do back you, and we have a lot of activist friends like yourself, Dave, and you know a lot of friends that we've got. We won't drop names because we're not that, that kind of person. But <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody but, special know, do you want to go ahead and uh, say hello to or give a shout-out to? No, we're we're kind of reclusive artists, so we're not really, you know, used to all the, the okay. shout out publicity stuff. But well, we I will want get, to get our message out. Well, I will go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Seattle Hempfest because uh, we do have Vivian McPeak. Um, who is the uh, founder, father of Seattle Hempfest? Is going to be with us on Thursday night show, um, and I know yes. you guys are planning to be at Seattle Hempfest. Um, we sure are. We are going to be there. We're going to have a really cool decked out peacock booth. It's booth number five two three, right by the lighthouse. It's amazing. We can't wait to meet everyone. We're going to definitely do some book signings and and just you know hang out with meet everyone. Yeah, hang out with our cannabis family. You know, it's like this is the book that we created. This is an event that's really going to be over the top for us and. We're, we're so, yeah, we're totally excited to meet all the people that we've been talking to and all the new friends that we've met. We've got Mike and Tony Booten coming out to our, our beautiful new home in Kingston, Washington. Some good friends of ours, uh, you know, for Hemp Fest. It's going to be an awesome party. We can't wait. Hey, I'll come August stay by our house when I come for Hemp Fest. <laughs> so... I'm looking forward to being there. That's for sure. So, uh, oh yeah, it's the know, party of the century. It's definitely going to be, especially this year's going to be the first year where it's you know legal in the state of Washington, and you know, Vivian will probably clear a lot of that up for us on Thursday night show um, here on Cannabis yeah. Network Radio. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, you know, Seattle Hemp last year was a great time. Had a great time. Um, you know, looking forward to being there again this year. Um, well, and I have to say, this is our first year as a vendor at the Hemp Fest, and mm-hmm. Vivian and her crew have been totally amazing on yes. that. It's very easy to, you know, set up set up your booth if you are a vendor and and participate in Hemp Fest because it is <laughs> it, it's huge. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited about it, and you know, we can't wait to meet you. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully, I get a chance to meet you guys before you leave Florida, since you are more or less around the corner. So, uh, you know, hopefully get a chance to do that. But if not, then definitely uh, we'll see you at Hempfest for sure. 
Um, so basically we're going to take the next couple minutes and we're going to, you know, wrap up the show. So if you want to go ahead and like give people information on if they need to contact you about the book or if they want to, uh, you know, go to your website or order the book, um, why don't you give people information on how to go about doing that? Absolutely. If you want to get our book, we have a website. It's peterthepeacock.com. Um, has everything. That has every connection and direct link you can get for your Kindle. I know a lot of a lot of people shop at Barnes and Noble. We're available online, Barnes and Noble. Um, like I said, the Kindle. I wasn't even aware you can download the free app on your Android or iPhone and download the Kindle version of our book right away. Um, it is definitely a conversation piece. So, And if you guys want to really get into some activism, I've been posting for about five years. I've got a ton of friends, and they're all into the activism thing on Facebook. So if you have a Facebook account, uh, my name's Geneva Stiletto Stoner Carmen. So I've got a bunch of, uh, you know, for people that we didn't get to talk to because of the phone lines calling in or whatever happened, uh, for all the people that might be, you know, been out or something <laughs> they can also go on my site and there's a lot of information on there and as well as on your site and your website so yeah, i was i was going to say if people had questions because of of what's going on you know send us an email or uh you know post it on uh, cannabis network radio's facebook page and uh we'll get those questions answered um if not then uh, you know i'll forward the email to you guys um and you know we'll, we'll get whatever questions or, or whatnot answered so uh, about if it's a peacock finds a pot leaf. Um, ladies, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show with uh, me this evening. Thank you for your time. And uh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for what thank you for what you're doing and thank you for what you did. And and thank you for for taking a stand. And and, you know, Geneva, my props to you for sure as as being a, a mom that you know, definitely can relate to her child in, in, in such a way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a big step. People don't realize out there how big of a step it is um, to be able to, you know, discuss something uh, and bring this into a, a child's life because, you know, a lot of cases it, it is controversial, unfortunately, and it is taboo, and you do put a certain uh, stereotype label on yourself, as I have found for right. myself with, you know, the life that I lead and, you know, my children. Um you know, so well, so it, it, you know uh, what it has to start somewhere, and there's a lot of other moms out there that I know about that are just the same. They're raising their children with honesty and respect, yeah. and you and know, as, I think that we we all need to do that as parents. We need to change the way that we're bringing our I mean, children. I, I mean, up. as you said, it, it improved. It, it gave you guys a relationship. I mean, you guys are not only our our mom and daughter, but you know, it seems like you guys are pretty good friends as well too. So that's that's something. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, we are, and, it, and that's something that a lot of parents out there wish they could have, and if they would just be honest and open with their children and treat them like little mini-adults instead of, you know, uh, how I see some things going down, then things would be a lot different. So maybe, you know, uh, everyone has this stereotype of cannabis smokers, and, you know, I think that needs to go away, and that's something that we're trying to uh, yeah, break that whole concept you know of that it's just ridiculous now yeah. so um, we hope that you um you know enjoy our book if a peacock finds a pot leaf um and we're just excited to be out and about on the front lines again thank you we hope so that we can do it some justice 
Yeah, thank you so much for for make for making a stand, taking a stand, and putting a book like "If a Peacock Finds Potleaf" out there for both adults and children, um, even though it is a children's book. Uh, I hope you guys have a great evening, and again, thank you for being on Cannabis Network Radio. Have a good night. So, folks, there you have it. Um, that was uh, Morgan Carmen, seventeen-year-old writer. And uh, her mom, Geneva Carmen, illustrator of If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf, available at Amazon.com, available at uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, just basically put If a Peacock Finds a Potleaf in Google, and I'm sure you can get to the website, and you can go ahead and, and get the book. Um, <clears throat> plain, simple, straight-to-the-point, fun book. Um, great for all ages. Great bit of information. Um, if a Peacock Finds a Potleaf, um, definitely check it out definitely download a copy order a copy um you know not only are you supporting you know morgan and geneva um you're also supporting a good cause um and you know that's what we try to do here on cannabis network radio and cannabis information network um and that's about it for the evening um again we're going to be on on thursday uh 9 to 10 p.m eastern time we will have vivian mcpeak founder of uh seattle Hempfest, with us on this thursday show uh, look forward to uh, having all listeners back then, and uh, thank you very much for listening to Cannabis Network Radio, and have a great night.